Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. So I did want to start off by saying I'm so excited that this is not only my first collab episode of the podcast, it's also my first two-parter. So t- today we are featuring the wonderful, the talented Sleuthy Teacher. She is on both Instagram and YouTube, so go ahead and follow her there. It's at Sleuthy Teacher or at The Sleuthy Teacher. Um, she will say it towards the end of the episode. Um, The first part will be us discussing the final scene and remastering it. There will be spoilers included, so if you don't want to hear how the game ends or hear too much about the game, this is your warning to skip. The next episode, the next part, will feature next week. It'll come out next week. And that one will be kind of discussing general Nancy Drew funness. And it'll be really all of us like talking, chatting, and enjoying each other's company. So get excited for that. Again, that'll come out next week. And now on with the show. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, My name is Caroline. I am the host of the Amateur Sleuth podcast. And then I have a little friend here today. and She could go ahead and talk about herself. (laughs) Hey, everybody. This is the Sleuthy Teacher, and I am so excited to be here today. Me too. Oh, my goodness. I am, like, so happy right now. Um, Absolutely. I've been looking forward to this, like, all week. (laughs) Me too. Okay. So, everyone, like, for some backstory, I, like, was watching some Sleuthy Teacher stuff to kind of refresh my memory to do my last podcast episode, and I, like, talked with her we chatted we clicked and so now we're like doing this together and I am so excited (laughs) yes this is gonna be so fun and it's so funny too that our birthdays are almost on the exact same day yes (laughs) oh my gosh what's funny is we would have had the same birthday if I had like shown up on my due date but no I have to be like a procrastinating mess from birth (laughs) But, oh well. No judgment. It's all good. <laughs> okay, good. Yes, please don't blame me for my birth. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, then. So what are we talking about today, Ms. Teacher? <laughs> we are talking about Nancy Drew, the final scene. And I we were already talking about this a little bit earlier. I absolutely adore this game. So I am so excited to kind of pick it apart and make it even better theoretically yeah yeah and while we were just talking about this I had only played the game once but even still like it was really fun like I was refreshing myself on it um a little before I didn't have time to like fully play the game before we started but even still like I was shocked like I'm watching it and like looking at things to pick apart and there's honestly not that much because it's like it really is, well done. It is such a well done game. And there's so many things that when you look at the parts of it and you just try to pick it apart, mm-hmm. there's really nothing to pick apart. They did fantastic putting that game together. They did. They did. I really feel like um, three, like Haunted Mansion, um, 
royal tower and final scene were just oh my gosh like that is really in my opinion where her interactive like really hit their stride and like established that they were going to be a quality game that you aren't going to mess with absolutely i agree 1000 (laughs) percent okay so do we want to go ahead and like dive right in here absolutely yeah where do you want to start okay so i'm kind of want to start with like the opening um well actually no is it okay if we start with like just the general like clean up and how we would want that to look oh yeah absolutely okay um so in my personal opinion and you might disagree and you can let me know what your thoughts are on this i kind of saw um Sea of Darkness as, like, peak animation for her interactive. And so when I think of, like, remastering a game, I think of, like, the navigation of that game and how, like, easy it was to breeze through conversations. Um, Mm -hmm. Or, like, if you want to listen to conversations, you can, obviously. But, like, if you're like, no, I don't have time for this and, like, kind of want to skip, you can do that. And then also just, like, navigation in general. Um, We did finally get rid of, like, the little blue um, magnifying glass in this game. Um, I always had hiccups with that when I was playing um, um, Haunted Mansion in, like, some of the earlier games. But Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I think, like, in terms of navigation in general, like, animated stuff, that's where I go to. Um, do you have agree, disagree? Like what's your like peak animation point, I guess? Oh, absolutely. No, I agree 100% with what you said about peak animation definitely was Sea of Darkness. And as you were talking about that, like I started imagining what this game would have looked like if we had gotten like Sea of Darkness level graphics. Like, can you imagine how absolutely gorgeous that theater would be. Oh my gosh. I love the theater. So like just thinking about that, yes. Oh my gosh. Like I think there's so many, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but like the theater is quality like as it is, but there's just mm -hmm. some minor things that I feel like that level of animation could do. Like I'm trying to think of like how to explain it, but specifically like character movements yes is what i come to mind for me yes and i think really with this game too it would have it would be really nice to see it remade and getting like additional cutscenes in certain situations like you know what i mean like how cool would it be to be able to actually watch the press conference and have that that as a cutscene Yes. Right. And yes. be able to be able to see um Brady like actually interact with Simone and see that dynamic between those two characters. Like that would be fantastic. Oh, it would kill me to watch like a fight with Simone and Brady. I think it would be so fun. Oh like, my gosh. I... Yes. Or actually like <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like the dynamic is probably, like, a little similar to... Did you watch Everybody Loves Raymond growing up? Yes. 
Okay, like I kind of see them as like Raymond and Marie, where like he's yes. trying to stand up to her and she's like, no. <laughs> Just bulldozes completely over to the top of him. Yes. <laughs> like him being or like, even like get- I was going to say also to like imagine being able to watch Brady and Nicholas Falcone interact. <gasps> yes. Yes. Right. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yes. I love. Okay. I'm going to say this too. I think it's like Nick kind of needs like a minor update with his wardrobe. That's one thing I was thinking about with this game is like, what's one like little detail? Um, Why is everyone recycling their clothes? Like Simone and Brady have (laughs) enough money. I know they have more clothes than that. And like, yes. Joseph may not like it sounds like he's struggling poor guy or he's like yeah one of those guys I I have these like people in my life I have older grandparents where like Mm -hmm. even though they have different clothes they have like the same like they have 10 of the same exact item and they wear them constantly (laughs) um so Joseph like I'm just kind of the same way personally for that Yeah, no, I am too. Like, I wear a lot of, like, similar pieces and, like, kind of vary them by color. But yeah, same here. Okay, my grandpa, my great grandpa. um, (laughs) I don't know why. There's parts of Joseph that remind me of different elements of my grandparents. Um, But my great grandpa had this, like, blue and white shirt that he wore constantly like he had so many different like of that shirt like basically same exact thing maybe like some that were minorly different but that was his signature shirt and so he actually um he passed away recently but last year we celebrated his 100th birthday party and so like it was amazing and so like our immediate family this is so bad but it was so funny um we like bought like similar things to that shirt and like wore it to the party (laughs) just to kind of like poke fun but also be like honoring him it it was yeah oh my gosh I love that so much (laughs) I could like if Joseph had grandkids which is kind of hidden at that he doesn't I could totally see his grandkids doing that for him oh absolutely yes but like yeah Yeah, but Joseph definitely go ahead no go ahead (laughs) I was just gonna say Joseph definitely gives off like that lovable grandpa vibe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I think that was one of the things that like the first couple of times that I played this game I really really liked his character because that is how he comes across yeah yeah so spoiler alert um unfortunately Joseph is a culprit but I kind of feel like in in my head if we change the ending it would be like Everyone understood where he was coming from and felt bad for him. Like, even Nick Valcone was like, I don't love him, but he's, like, obviously, like, a pretty okay dude. And so, like, no one pressed Mm -hmm. charges. And so he, like, ends up, like, having to get some, like, therapy maybe and then, like, some community service work at the theater for punishment instead of, like, going to prison. Because he's, like, a a little man who just needs, like... Uh-huh. He needs to be okay. <laughs> yes. I absolutely agree. Like, 
it breaks my heart that he is the culprit, but like real talk though, I love how they revealed that he was the culprit. Like that was so beautifully done. It was. But and at like, the same time, it's like, did it, did it have to be him? <laughs> it, it, I know. I think about it though. And I'm like, it makes sense. And I kind of liked, like when I was, listening to his dialogue at um towards the end when we realize he's the culprit and how he's like kind of avoiding the conversation i'm mm -hmm. i was kind of thinking like okay do we really want to keep that and i'm like yes because it really shows where he's at like he cannot stand the thought of losing this theater because it's all his he has like his family's gone exactly it doesn't sound like he has a lot of friends outside of like theater life and so I'm like, I mm -hmm. love the idea of him, of keeping that dialogue in and then it being kind of like a backdrop for how we, how they respond to addressing him kidnapping people in the end. Yes. Yes. And to be fair, there are other games that culprits have had very questionable motives and they have not had the book thrown at them. So. Correct. Like, even, like, we're Joke talking about the Sea of Darkness. Like, Soren, like, nearly yes. killed two people. And so... Yeah. And he, like, same thing. Like, he got community service at the pub. So I'm like, you know what? If we can do that yeah. with Soren, we can do that with Joseph. Absolutely. 100%. Okay, one thing I will, like, say about... um different character kind of moving forward is brady mm -hmm. um so i just did my thing on um i keep wanting to say danger by design <laughs> and it's not danger <laughs> by design. stay tuned for danger yes okay. um i love that brady is not like a repeat of rick like rick is just gross and like brady yes. is like flirty and like has an ego but he's not problematic and so i'm like okay we can keep brady's personality in the next game yes and i honestly want to see pictures of him like before he chopped off the ponytail yes that would be fantastic or like even like, have him wearing a hat or something like that to cover up because you know his hairline is receding and all that it would be funny to see like a change from what he was like before versus like after that appointment where he found out it was moving backwards like if yes. that makes sense yes 1000 percent. and like maybe that can even be part of the epilogue like brady found like a hair product that worked and now he's like a sponsor for said thing and like, then moving kind of like those... forward that can be like go ahead like a fun little <laughs> easter egg like in other games then that you're like looking through a magazine and you see Brady Armstrong in like the equivalent of like a Rogan ad. Yes. Yes. I, I love that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, all right. So question. So with the phone calls, I personally like, would you rather like keep it the same where we're like calling from a phone or do you want to do like cell phones instead and like modernize gosh that's a, such a good question so i 
part of the charm for this game, I think, is that it was an older game where we didn't have a cell phone. So I True. personally would not mind keeping it as like a landline that we're using. But mm-hmm. I think the phone conversations in general could be completely reworked. Yes. Um, I mean, every time you call to talk to the St. Louis Police Department, you sit and look at nothing and you have like no interactive component to that conversation for like five mm-hmm. minutes every time you call them. So like even just adding in something for you to do, that would be so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And um, there was something I wanted to say. Oh, I would say the only thing I would change about that is like maybe having a way to like take a picture of like the shoe and the pizza to send to because they can like even if we take a picture like and we use an actual camera instead of like a cell phone camera. Like, they can take that to the station and get that developed. I, I That was this one thing that, that kind of bothered me. Like, okay, Nancy's a detective, and, like, proof is important. Why the heck doesn't she have a camera? I know she can afford a camera. Her father's a lawyer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, she has absolutely zero qualms about digging through Simone's handbag, and Simone has a yes. camera. So, oh, yes. if you don't have it yourself, right? Nancy... Go do what you always do and just help yourself and, like, to someone else. Steal a camera <laughs> or borrow. Like, yeah, that's a good well, question. Right. What happens to the stuff that Nancy took? Like, does she put it back? She dumps it in the middle of the floor, throws up a peace out sign, and just walks out. True. <laughs> oh, okay. So I had this like thought with um Simone's PDA. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know what you'd think about this. So you know how, like, in future games, like, we have rewards, we have Easter eggs. I'm kind of thinking we should, like, read all those messages and get, like, one of those end game rewards for it. Yes. Especially because there's so many hilarious emails in her PDA if you take the time to read through them. I know. Well, and this time we can add one from Jane, too. Like, hi, I'm nine. I Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? (laughs) My parents are getting divorced and Brady Armstrong gets me through or whatever. I love Brady Armstrong so much. I named my hamster after him. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. Rip Brady Armstrong hamster. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. um, All right. So what were your thoughts on like other remastering? I've already talked about a couple of mine. I want to hear some of yours. Okay. So I have a very radical idea for this game, but just like bear with me because the more I thought about it, like as I was typing up my notes this morning, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is it. I'm okay. ready for it. So, like in some of the other games, like Kapu Cave, um, a little bit of Last Train to Blue Moon Canyon, Midnight in Salem, Nancy was able to uh, kind of switch consciousness. I don't know if that's like the word I want, but like you were able to play as other characters in the game. Mm-hmm. Since Nicholas Falcone is helping us, how amazing would it be to? 
to be able to switch and play as Nicholas Falcone, be able to like go out to his van and like <sighs> do research or stuff like that. You know what I mean? I love that. I literally love and that. Then, and right? Wouldn't that be amazing? And then instead of having to call uh, the Library of Congress and have the slide sent to uh, the Palladium, like have Nicholas Falcone go to like a library or a museum in St. Louis and do the research to find some of that information. That's a good point. And then like too, you know, like how we have those writing scenes like in um uh, like my mind is blanky, but like where you see some architecture or things like then we can see a little yes. bit of St. Louis too, like the arch or the park around the arch. I love St. Louis. I've been to St. Louis a bunch. So I'm like, okay, like that's an opportunity to show like, oh, we're actually in St. Louis. Yes. And like even to how amazing of an opportunity would that be for more puzzles in this game? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Cause, Cause I, I feel like that's something that this game is kind of lacking. It uh -huh. could have used more puzzles. I mean, I, it could also just be that we're so used to the newer games now that they're very puzzle heavy. So you go back mm -hmm. and play one of the older games and it, it feels like it's lacking. But I think that would be really cool. No, I really like that idea because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, the puzzles that are in here are fantastic and I love them. Why are there not more? And that's like, yes. but at the same time, I was thinking like, how do we fit more puzzles in? That would be a great way to do that. Okay. And I have thoughts of how to put more puzzles in too. So, oh, okay. Tell me. Okay. So I think... Um, since like you walk through the hallways and everything like that, and you can see posters of other magicians and performers that have performed in the theater, like having some kind of puzzle in the magician's room that you have to solve before you can exit it and get into the basement of the theater. Like once okay. you get in there and you see Maya was there, like that could be kind of a fun, like little place for a puzzle. I don't know exactly what kind of puzzle it would be, but there's an opportunity yeah. for that. And then the final puzzle of the game. I personally yeah. think it could totally be changed. Like, I don't know what it is about having to pick out a key and just kind of guess and check. That just absolutely does not I work hate for you. me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like, how amazing would it be to get up into the attic essentially of the theater and find the information saying you know Houdini gave his share of the theater to Louisa go over to the door and that door's not locked but then mm -hmm. you get into that room and where Maya is being held is locked so you go through and solve whatever the puzzle is that's there and then that lock jams so it's kind of that situation of, oh, I've solved the puzzle, I've saved her. And then it's like, no, actually, I haven't. I still need to find something else to do to get her out or to save her. I feel like that would be a really nice twist after the twist we had just gotten when we found out that it was Joseph all along. Okay, I have a thought for the puzzle type. Um, do you remember okay. in Captive Curse where there's like that one with Lucas and like yes where with the dots it could totally be that one. Oh my gosh that would be fantastic yes or like um the 2048 style puzzle that we get in sea of darkness 
yes like something something like that to like power up the lock or something like that oh yeah 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 i love yeah, that i'm i'm just an absolute like i love that puzzle in sea of darkness so like any opportunity i could find to like put that into another game like I'll i know i love that 100 percent be on board for it <laughs> Me too. Me too. Okay, let's do that. Her Interactive, if you are listening, take notes. Please, please, please. Listen to what we have to say. We will love you forever and ever. I mean, we'll love you forever and ever regardless, but like, we'll extra love you forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, and then, so one thing I was thinking about, um, like, as you were saying about like new puzzles um Mm -hmm. okay and like the photos so i feel like sometimes every so often like we like look at a photo and like we open behind it and there's like a lever or something so maybe there would be something with that oh yes okay we got this kind of like yes absolutely her interactive you can hire us exactly Oh, okay. We need to make the crate thing more obvious. That took me forever. See, I kind of love how subtle that was, though, because you feel really? so smart once you figure out that that's what you have to do. Okay, that's true. That's true. That is very true. I'm a maybe that was like the pessimist in me, where it's like it was too hard. I couldn't figure it out until forever, and then I felt dumb. But it is true. Like once you figure it out, you're like, oh. <laughs> Right. And like the first time that I played this game, this was before like game boomers was a thing for my my family and our household and everything like that. So like figuring that out with zero hints. Oh my gosh. I thought I was the smartest person on the planet. Like I was so proud of myself. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I can totally see that happening. At this point, we were just starting to discuss other Nancy Drew games and segueing into other conversations, which you will hear in the next episode. So get excited for that. Okay, so back to the final scene. (laughs) (laughs) We got off on a very big tangent there. So I have like one thing that and like I get the explanation that's in this game. I still don't like it, though. I think we need to get Maya's parents involved in this situation and let them know what's happening. Um, yes. Like, I'm, I'm just thinking about this. Like, I'm not a parent, but I feel like it, knowing enough parents that, like, love their children, that's something, like, I'd want to know. <laughs> like, right? I don't like how for three days their daughter is missing and almost died. And no one thought, huh, maybe we should tell them. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that just blows my mind. But like, I also can kind of see like how Nancy is this entire, like, really series there's sometimes that her empathy and thinking of, oh, hey, maybe these these people have like feelings and we should be <laughs> right <laughs> understanding of, of, of them. Like maybe she just didn't think it was that big of a deal. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, though, she's like hounding the police like my friend is going to die. Like what was she going to tell these people when they came back home from Vietnam? Like what, what was she going to do if 
Maya didn't get rescued. Like, hey, um, I kind of let your daughter die in the theater. <laughs> Sorry. And that yeah. was like a month oh ago. We already had a funeral and everything. But <laughs> here's where her like burial plot is. Like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be so chaotic and awful. <laughs> We there should almost be like a second chance sequence where something like that happens. Yes, or like a blooper thing, like hello, hello. This is like St. Louis Police Department. Is this Mr. and Mrs. Wynn? Yes. We regret to inform you that your daughter is like <laughs> no longer in the land of the living. Yeah. But also, like, why should that be Nancy's responsibility to, like, contact them? Like, shouldn't the police have, like, reached out to them? Especially on, like, day two, day three. Yes. Where yes. it's confirmed that she's gone. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's Nancy's responsibility in the sense that, like, they know her and, like, kind of trust her. So, I don't know. I guess in, in my idea, like, she at the very least gives the police their contact information or like calls Hannah and is like, Hey, Hannah, I have a situation. Can you let Maya's parents know what's up? Yeah. Also. So we have an excuse to hear from Hannah again, but okay. So I did have ideas for if like, I think we've both established that part of the charm of um final scene is the period but if we did update the game one thing i think that would be good because this just really bothered me about about it was the library of congress could email them documents or like even if we do the nick falcone idea we don't need to get that drive like i think library of congress has been emailing things for a while absolutely um, that was just one thing I'm thinking about where I'm like, huh, yeah, no, like, even then they were doing email. Email's been a thing for a while. True. But, you know, you, you got to give it to Shermie Trout, though. What True. Do you know how to send an email. <laughs> oh, accurate. Yeah, I know Ms. Ann Dropoff, like, probably was like, emails are beneath me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, can we just give and drop off some props in this game though? Because my I goodness, she is one of my favorite phone contacts to talk to just because she is so ridiculous and I love it so much. I love her. I love like how in the early games we have someone who is like Eastern European or um Asian that we're like discussing things with, but it's like full of like it's not in like a degrading way. It's like, no, these are like respectable people that are really cool, have their own personalities. And I forget like when we stopped having them and I'm like, bring them back, bring them back. I want like a Pinky yes. character. I want Eustacia and, Dr- and Dropoff back. Yes, absolutely. What was the other one? Oh, Ms. Predovicu. That was in. Yes. Yeah, like any of those characters, I would love to have them back. Yeah, that would be so great. We recycled phone characters. Like we had Hotchkiss a couple different times. Um, 
trying to think who else. I mean, freaking Joe and Bess and George, obviously. But, like, yeah, we can do it. Uh, like, and it would be really cool, too, like, uh, especially, like, thinking about, like, from midnight in Salem with the protesters and everything like that. How full circle will it would it have been to have Nicholas Falcone somehow involved in all of that? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Right? I can totally see him being there. Like, he's just one of those people, I feel like, who always needs something to be outraged about. Yes. So. Absolutely. <laughs> mm. Which I kind of find it ironic that, that he's that type of character and he's wearing camo. And, like, maybe I'm, it, it's Veterans Day while we're recording this, so maybe that's, like, fresh on my mind. But I'm, like, hmm, I don't, I'm not sure I like that. Yeah. Because he's, like, yeah. actively no, I, saying, I, yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. No, I also, like, you bringing that up, too, about, like, he just needs something to be mad about. His face in the endgame letter when Brady has his arm around him. Yes! Oh my goodness, that was iconic. Such a mood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get that, though. Like, you know, those, everyone has had that person who you think they're, they're think that you're friends, and you're like, no, but okay. Yes. Like, I, I, I will, I will plow through this with you but we're not friends absolutely he he very much gives me the have you ever seen the show dairy girls I, okay i haven't seen the full show but i have <gasps> seen like clips he he very much gives me like the sister michael vibe where she's like i don't want you to touch me <gasps> okay yes i love sister michael <laughs> right okay yes 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 I mean, we haven't really talked much about the music in this game. Okay, the music is fantastic. I do want to say that. I, I feel agree. like there's one, the one thing that we could do, just because it is full of magicians, is there's not, mm -hmm. in my opinion, as much magical music as there could be. Yes, like it has, has like that fantastic discovery like track that plays whenever you like progress the case that does have a very like magician-y vibe to it but mm -hmm. like a lot of the like the upbeat kind of bouncy tunes to me they read more as like haunted carousel type vibes like they sound yes. almost more carnival-y than they sound like magician-y if that right. makes sense well and I think magician would be a little more like the vibe that we're looking for because like magicians even though they're cool and they're wondrous they're also like mysterious and like there is a level of seriousness about them and like mm -hmm. again where you are trying to figure out like where a girl is so she doesn't die <laughs> yeah credit where credit so, is due though oh my gosh the danger track in this game though is yeah, 12 out of 10. It's so oh well goodness. done. It is. It really is. I love the music in this game. Like, yes, it, like there are things that could be better, but like that, oh, yes. I do kind of want to get rid of like that weird. Um, I personally think the booth people in most games are really creepy. 
You don't you don't want to keep the amazing Monty? Oh my gosh, the amazing Monty terrifies me. <laughs> he is absolutely nightmare fuel. Have you have you triggered it where like you go to play his game or whatever after you win the flash paper and he like breaks? No. Oh my gosh, it is terrifying like his head like swivels completely around and then it like <gasps> juts off to like a weird angle it is terrifying oh heck no heck no no that's like horror movie crap I, caroline don't watch horror movies <laughs> <laughs> same here oh man um words good grief i can't get them out uh her interactive just had their big um costume contest and everything like that yes. the amazing monty would have been a fantastic yeah fantastic character to dress up as i can totally see that how amazing would it have been for final scene to have like a concession stand like cooking puzzle oh my god like, you have yes. to like make popcorn or like slushies i don't know there's not a whole lot of food to pick for like movie theater food but like that would be so amazing i could totally see it yeah like them being like hey those protesters are like getting a little aggressive so we think like maybe making sure that they have full bellies would help do you yeah. like maybe like that could be something nick does is like okay i'm gonna like make food for my people so that they have the energy to be angry <laughs> yes instead of fighting the power we'll be fighting the hunger yes yes and like i don't know i'm trying to think what does my local theater have like maybe nachos and a hot dog or like popcorn pop yeah. yeah i could totally see that so much fun like that's my biggest gripe well not my biggest but one of them about um the haunted carousel was that we didn't get a cooking puzzle for all of the carnival foods. Yes. Yes. Like making cotton candy or funnel cakes or, oh, oh that would have been so amazing. That would be so amazing. That sounds so good right now. Oh, my goodness. Well, this has been so much fun. We need to, like, do this again. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Like, we will get to talking. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Which is totally okay. Because like, how often do you get to sit down and talk like this with someone that enjoys the same thing that you do and gets all of like your references and everything like that? I know. I know. Exactly. Well, and especially like where I'm at and there aren't as many people who are aware of the games. I'm like trying to spread awareness in my own ways and like be like people you need to listen to and play these games but yeah i don't know i i don't have like children to influence <laughs> <laughs> well it isn't all it's cracked up to be with the kids though either because like once they get an idea like they just kind of latch onto it and then and that's like the only thing we talk about <laughs> oh no yeah that's true that's true <laughs> which is okay like at the appropriate time but like I said earlier, like when you're supposed to be doing your subtraction, we're not going to talk about what makes Dwayne Powers a fantastic suspect or something like that, you know? Right, right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you so, so much for agreeing to do this. I have had so much fun. Agreed. This has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for having me and reaching out to me. Like this has been so much fun. 
Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. Um, all right, everybody. So where I, I know like you can find me on either um, Spotify or Apple podcasts at the amateur sleuth podcast, but where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on my YouTube channel, The Sleuthy Teacher, or on Instagram at The Sleuthy Teacher. Um, and my Instagram is where I post like all of my ridiculous memes and whatever chaotic Nancy Drew stuff pops into my head. <laughs> you guys, and need then my to YouTube is where I, it's so fun. <laughs> and then my YouTube is where I sit down and play through the games and also unleash whatever chaos pops into my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, sorry. My audio got disconnected. That's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. No worries. All right. I also have um, an Instagram, and it's just at the amateur sleuth. Um, I'm still learning how to do Instagram again because I was absent for a while. That shot me in the foot. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, again, thank you all so much for listening and have a wonderful, sleep-filled day.